वेलकम टू रिवर्ब द पॉडकास्ट फॉर एम्पार्ड फेम्प्रन्योर्स दिस इज योर होस्ट तनिष्का खेराजानी वेदर यू हैव स्टार्टेड अ न्यू बिजनेस और आर स्केलिंग स्लोली मे बी योर अ सीजनड प्लेयर और आर सिंपली थिंकिंग अबाउट किक स्टार्टिंग योर एंटरप्रेन्योरियल जर्नी दिस पॉडकास्ट इज फॉर यू हियर एट रिवर्ब वी सपोर्ट वुमेन हु आर रेडी टू मेक वेव्स विद द हेल्प ऑफ द रिवर्ब इफेक्ट वेयर वी क्यूरेट स्टोरीज tips and tricks life changing hacks and practical experiences from those who have walked the path before you we are here to discuss all things entrepreneurship from legal to finance from 9 to 5 to 9 to thrive from side hustle to your biggest freaking achievement if it's thinkable reverb got it covered tune in and join us on wednesdays at 7 am eastern standard time for your weekly dose of femprenor magic let's get started hi everyone i have a really special guest with me today if you are a small business owner chances are the thought of sitting with your numbers scares you i know it did that for me well today i have someone who's going to teach you to befriend your numbers so that you can use them to your benefit as opposed to being scared of them every time you hear of the word lorian cunes helps creative entrepreneurs find clarity around their numbers so that they can go from being stressed out to feeling full of confidence and excitement when it comes to their finances as a virtual bookkeeper she helps you get a clear picture of your business by taking the day to day bookkeeping off of your hands with a background in accounting she is dedicated to bridging the gap between accounting and the business owner to allow you to understand your numbers throughout the whole year instead of just once a year during tax season her mission is to help you know your numbers so that you can use that information to make informed decisions that will increase profitability and help you plan for the future thank you so much for joining us today lorian yes thank you so much for having me i'm excited hey me too So before we get into the technical part and you give us all the tips that you've been hiding in your vault I would like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself how did you get here what exactly compelled you to be a virtual bookkeeper and how exactly did you reach to where you are currently in your business Oh man I always get that question and I my answer to that is it's literally it's bitten me like my whole life um my parents were entrepreneurs and so like I grew up in the business growing a business world type thing and so i saw from a very early age that like you have to really pay attention to your finances in order to grow like you can't ne- you can't neglect them and so i always loved math like it was always my favorite subject in school and so like i was like okay this is something i want to do and so as i got older my mom was actually in charge of like a lot of the accounting and bookkeeping stuff for my dad's businesses and so she had me start like shadowing her and doing some of the work at like 12 and 13 so it's literally it's been like part of my whole life and so i did that for a while and i knew like okay i want to do this like this is something that i really enjoy and so i went down the traditional accounting path thought i wanted to do like a lot of tax accounting like the typical accountants do and i saw a disconnect between accountants and business owners to where accountants would be like hey here you would meet with them like once or twice or four times a year depending on your business and they kind of were like okay this is what's happening this is what you need to do for taxes and they just kind of let you go and then the business owners are like okay well now we have to function like on our own like okay what do we do 
and they still don't have a clear picture on what is happening on the financial side of their business in order for them to really make good decisions that will increase their profit in the end. And so I kind of stepped back from the accounting, like the tax accounting path and went more into the bookkeeping path, which is more managing the day-to-day transactions. So there is a difference between accountants and bookkeepers. And so I really try to bridge the gap between like all this accounting language lingo that people like freak out about and then help the business owner understand really what is happening. And so I, let's see, I left the accounting firm. It would have been about two and a half, three years ago. And I've been working part-time for a few businesses since then. And then last summer, I really dove headfirst into like the online space and the creative entrepreneur world, just because they really struggle with like understanding stuff. I really struggle with creativity. Like I'm, I'm off what, like anything design or copywriting or anything like that. So I really resonate with them. And then we really work together really well. So I started doing that and that's just where I am right now. And I love it so much. It's so much fun. Awesome. And I can see how enthusiastic you are about it just as you talk about it. And I totally get what you're saying about there being a definitive gap between the accountant and the business owner. Because having an accountant myself, I know every time I'm supposed to ask him a question, I get so confused. I'm like, am I supposed to ask him this? Is he the person who's supposed to guide me with this? Who do I go to when I have all these doubts? So that's the answer right there. You go to your bookkeeper. And it's awesome that you decided to hone into your skills last summer when the pandemic was on its edge and everyone was starting to work from home and finances were an issue more than they have ever been before because everyone was budgeting, figuring out what they should invest in, what they should withdraw their money from. And in a situation like that, I couldn't think of a better time to get a bookkeeper on your team to help you get your finances in line. So I love that. And now getting in all the juicy stuff, I'm just going to start with one simple one. What is the number one financial tip that you would like to give to every single business owner, no matter what their industry is? Um, The number one tip, and this might, it might seem a little bit like on the earlier stage and someone that's been in business for like five or 10 years be like, oh, I've heard that, like, whatever. But you have to separate your business and personal expenses. I meet so many people that are either just starting out or they've been in business for 20 years and they're still mixing their business and personal like accounts. And they might have two separate bank accounts, but it's still getting like mixed together. And when that happens, it's really difficult for you to see where your business is financially. And it's also difficult for you to see where you are personally Um, with your finances. So like, it's very hard to have a clear picture to see each side and have a clear distinction. And that's one thing that like, it it seems like an easy thing to do. Like, I'm just going to get it set up. I'm just going to do it. Well, if you do it, like you need to actually follow your two different bank accounts. You need to keep things separate. Business expenses are business expenses. Personal expenses are personal expenses. Um, That's my number one thing. And then along with that is kind of creating a simple bookkeeping system. So bookkeeping doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be confusing or overwhelming. Um, You don't have to have all of this extensive accounting background, but you need to find something that works for you and your business and that you understand. So whatever that is, you just need to stick with something that is 
that you're able to see and like look at the numbers and not be overwhelmed and stressed out about. Right. That's awesome. And I would just like to admit that I'm so guilty of being the person who forever makes their personal account in their business expenses. I used to do that up until one year. My business was well into the first year. And then recently, just like last month, I was like, okay, everyone's saying that there has to be some rhyme and rhythm before it. So just I looked into it and it was true when it came to filing the taxes. We filed the taxes a little late this year in India due to the pandemic. So when it came to the filing, my accountant was like, what are your business expenses out of these? Which ones do you want to mark out as a business expenses? I'm like, I am not sure. I had no idea what what did I spend on my business. It was all such a mix up. And due to that reason, due to my own fault, I would probably end up paying a lot more in tax because I wasn't consciously monitoring my expenses when they were happening. And again, like you said about the simple bookkeeping system this month, right? This month in July, I just made like a simple spreadsheet on Google Sheets and I was like, you know what? It's okay if I don't do something super fancy. It's okay if I don't have all those pie charts going on in my bookkeeping system. Even if I'm just tracking what's coming in, what's going out, that's more than enough. So I started doing that. So love that tip. And kind of to go along with it, you know, that's one mistake that most business owners make that is to mix their personal expenses and business expenses. But what are some other common mistakes that you see happening across the industries and you're like, okay, as a bookkeeper, I really don't think you should be doing that. You should totally avoid that in order to be secure with your finances. Yeah. And that's, I like the tip about the taxes too, just because whenever you do mix your business and personal, a lot of times like you do get at the end of the year, you're getting your stuff to your accountant or you're doing your taxes yourself. And you're like, oh, what actually was the business expenses for the past year? And then it's like, you have to print off your personal bank statements and highlight what you think it was. And then most likely you're missing out on a lot of deductions and you're paying a lot more in taxes. So yes, definitely separate them out because it's going to save you money in the long run. And it's going to be able to help grow your business more because you have a better view of what's happening. But yeah, another, along with that like tax topic that we were talking about, a lot of times business owners don't realize the amount of money that they need to set aside for taxes. Um, so if you're coming from, so I, like I said, I deal with a lot of creatives, so design copywriters, a lot of people come from agencies. So whatever type, wherever they're coming from, they have the taxes put out of their paychecks. They come home, they start a business or they're doing it on the side or whatever. They get paid this money. They set a little bit aside, or they know they're supposed to be setting it aside for taxes, but they don't actually make it a priority. And what happens is, is here in the U S you have like quarterly taxes we're supposed to pay into. And if you fall into that category, you're supposed to pay the IRS, however much you expect, like whatever your tax bracket is. And then people like push that aside. And then it comes to the end of the year and then you file taxes and then they have a huge tax bill. And a lot of times they don't have that money to pay because they haven't really been making it a priority. So making sure as like a solopreneur and someone that's like just starting out, and even if you've been in it business for a while, um, depending on like how you're registered on the tax side of things will depend on like how, what you do with your taxes. So, but just make sure you understand how much you need to be saving for taxes. And that really just depends on where you're at, what tax bracket you're in. Um, And that is where the accountant would come in more so than a bookkeeper is just like, hey, I need to know like how much to set aside for taxes. Now, in order for you to know what your business is doing, you need to have a bookkeeper or be able to have someone that you can lean on to or you can learn yourself 
how to track your numbers so that you know what the amount you need to be saving for taxes, depending on what the account is. So it kind of just all flows together. And that actually, I feel like this is a connective question is that when I talk to people about making investments in their business, you know, outsourcing such work. So a lot of time people are like, but a bookkeeper is so expensive. I don't think I can make that investment right now. And I feel like personally, when I hear from you, when I talk to you, it feels like a bookkeeper helps you save more money than you put into them. So tell our audience a little bit about that. You know, if someone's on the edge about whether or not I should get a bookkeeper for my business or if it's the right investment for me to make at this point in my business how would you you know emphasize the importance of a bookkeeper in a business so there's a few different ways to look at it and I always I always like to respect my like clients or whoever's talking to me like because not everyone is at the point where they're ready to invest in a bookkeeper but I'm also never going to tell you that it's not the right time because A bookkeeper, one, can help you save money. So it can help you save money on taxes. It can help you save money on seeing things that you might not be using, like a bunch of subscriptions that you might have. And then it can also help you create or increase your profit. Because what happens is as as a bookkeeper is doing your numbers, they are separating out a, a good bookkeeper should be separating out like you're like being really detailed on everything. So separating out your different income streams, separating out all of your expenses so that you can really see like, okay, this is my biggest money maker. This is what I need to be focusing my time on too. This is what my audience and this is what the market wants. So I'm going to be pushing that more. So that increases your sales, uh, which then would increase your profit. But then also looking at your um, expenses, you can see, oh, you know what? I'm spending a little bit too much here. I should cut back here. Or, hey, look, I have some extra money. I can invest in a coach or a course or whatever in this area. And that's going to increase my profit at the end. And just for anybody that doesn't know, profit is really just your sales minus your expenses. So kind of what you have left over after your business operating cost. So it saves you money. It increases your profit. And the biggest thing is that it helps you not be stressed out about your numbers. You don't have to be the one that worries. You don't have to be laying up in bed at night being like, oh, I need to figure out my bookkeeping. And then it's just like this looming cloud of like worry over your head. So it kind of relieves that stress and anxiety around numbers and replaces it with um, just a clear picture to know what's happening in your business, how to move forward, how to grow, how to level up. And it really is empowering for my clients. And I use that word because that is, it it blows my mind every single time within a few months of my clients working with me, they come back and they're like, these reports are empowering. And I've never, it's, it never fails. They always use that word. And so it empowers them to go hit that sales goal or go do whatever it is and celebrate what's happening. Um, So yeah, those are kind of the things that, I see a lot of. Awesome. So from what I'm hearing, a bookkeeper A helps you be more strategic about your expenses. What's coming in, what's going on, what's going out, where I can spend my money. And if you know, if I really want to invest in a coach or a course, okay, my bookkeeper guides me that, okay, now you have the money or you don't have the money right now. And you can cut back on this in order to create the money. So a bookkeeper basically helps you be resourceful. And the other thing that I'm hearing is that they help you be more accountable. So, you know, if you're like, okay, I have invested a little too much in the subscriptions that I don't really need, my bookkeeper can tell me that, okay, this is something that you need to be cutting back on. You're not using it. Let this go. 
and i love how you use the word empowered because that's what reverb is all about it's the podcast for empowered entrepreneurs so we're going to be talking a little bit about that and this is my favorite question why is it important to you that female entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs feel empowered being one yourself so yeah i i don't know whatever i think of that i think for like in terms of okay my head is literally in numbers like that's how i think so on the terms of like financial empowerment for females i think we kind of have i don't know i think we the world kind of puts a stigma of like oh women shouldn't really understand numbers they sh- they don't have to understand finances like it's not as big of a deal and i think it's so it's so wrong because really for us to succeed and for us to grow our businesses and for us to even like not even if even if we don't even have businesses for females anywhere who might just be working from a corporate job or whatever we need to understand our numbers because that's really it's so important in life and not just on like the wealth building side of things but it's important because it can allow you to do what you want to do with your life and live out your dreams and not be worried because that's the biggest thing with me is I don't want anybody to be worried about their numbers or finances whether it's personal or business so being able to like be empowered by your numbers is something that like just it drives me it really does and that's kind of where I whenever you ask that question I'm like thinking in terms of finances so hopefully that answers it a little bit <laughs> definitely definitely everyone has their own different perspective of looking at how people feel empowered and I love that you have your own unique take at it and speaking of unique I really want to know how are you making waves how is what you are doing different than what other people or other similar businesses are doing yeah so kind of what I do is I I'm not just your traditional bookkeeper. Um, I don't just like come in, categorize stuff really like just to where it's just grouped together, not spend time on things. I really spend time on making the reports and what I do understandable for my clients. And so uh, we, I, we spend a lot of time together whenever people sign on with me. We spend a lot of time together getting their account set up to where they understand. We, I spend a lot of time explaining reports to them. But then also, I have Voxer support with all of my clients. So throughout the month, they might be worried about something or they might have a question here or there. And it's like a bookkeeper in their back pocket. So I also do that. And then another thing that I do is I kind of I really like to make things I mean, it kind of goes along with the first one, but I want to make things simple and relate with my clients because I am a business owner. I am an online business owner. I I understand what they're going through. I understand the struggles that they're experiencing. And so with being an online business owner, I'm able to help other online business owners with their finances there. But really, it's just kind of bridging the gap between having like a a bookkeeper or an accountant that's very like numbers minded that they can't, that people can't talk to and can't understand what's going on. So that's kind of where my goal is and where I try to distinguish myself from. I love that. Like I said, every single time I have a finance related question, I'm like, is it something that I can go to my accountant for? Do I ask him this? Do I Google it? What do I do? So I love that. And I love that you're creating a space of open communication because especially in fields like finance or legal, we don't see a lot of that. You know, in other fields, sure, there's a lot of communication people speak up, but about their numbers or their legal strategies, 
people are often afraid like what if this sounds too dumb what if i'm going wrong with this but the fact that you are creating that safe space for your clients to be able to come to you and ask that okay lorian this is really confusing me how do i go about it love that and speaking of your working model i would love to tell our audience what are some ways that they can work with you yeah so i have kind of just different ways depending on where my audience is at because i want to meet you where you're at in your business. So the first way that they can work with me and my main way is the monthly bookkeeping. That's my main thing that I do. So I talked a lot about it before. You can always go to my Instagram or my website and you can read all about it. Um, But that really just having me take over the bookkeeping task and then just delivering the reports and helping you have a clear picture, explaining things to you. So kind of like a it's a, like I said, a bookkeeper in your back pocket, me just taking over all the tasks so you can focus on what you love and what you want to do. The other way is if you're just starting out or you might just like not be at the point where you're ready to invest monthly in a bookkeeper, I do have a spreadsheet. And so it's a called do it yourself, no stress money manager. I have to think of like what the name is, but it is really just a template. It's on Google Sheets. So you can go in there, you can get it wherever you want on your phone, on your laptop, on your desktop, and you can do your bookkeeping there. And so that comes with like uh, visual reporting. So that has graphs with it, which is very handy. It also comes with some suggested tax savings, which would depend on like where you're at also. So you have to keep that in mind. And then it also comes with, it kind of is the thing where it does the math for you. So you just go in, key in the numbers. It's a good place to start with your bookkeeping. Um, if you are just needing an area to put all of your expenses and all of your income in and track it. So that is also available on my website. So that's the first step. And then the second step would be to um, do monthly bookkeeping once you're ready. Awesome. The links to everything will be in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. And now as we head towards the end of this interview, I would like to ask you a couple of fun questions. The first one being, if you were to describe your business in say three words, what would those three words be and why? Um, the three words would be empowering because that's like what I want my clients to really feel. Um, also, it's empowering to me to be able to see what my clients are doing because they really do inspire me. And it's very tiring <laughs> as an online, like, or as an entrepreneur, it is, it is exhausting to have a business. And I also have a toddler and I have another baby on the way. So it's very difficult to balance everything. So I do like, that's the next thing that I think of is, okay, it is tiring, but it's also very like, it's just, it's incredible. Like the whole fact that I can do this and be able to serve people and help them really go from, like I said, being like really stressed out and not having a clear picture to being able to sleep at night and being able to go after the goals that they want, no matter what those goals are, is just, it's very, it's awesome for me to be able to do that. Awesome. And it's awesome to hear you've been doing that. And the next question is, if you were to recommend one book to read or one TV series to watch that every single female entrepreneur should read or watch, which book or which TV show would you recommend? Um, I would probably say Profit First for a book for people to read. It is, it can get very like numbers minded during like the second half. So it is really a good one to listen to instead of read. I mean, even myself, like I really like numbers and I was just like, okay, I should like listen to this. Um, And so that was really good. It just kind of goes through a 
different way of looking at your finances is in business. It's kind of looks at, okay, like here's your income. Like these are the sales that you're making and then pay yourself first. Like let's pay yourself first, set money aside for taxes and then operate on what's left. Because whenever it's flipped around, like the traditional way of looking at it, you tend to spend a lot more money. You tend to be able to not have as much left over to pay yourself at the end. And whenever people are just starting out, that's what happens a lot is like, Hey, I've been in business like six months and I haven't even paid myself. Like I'm just spending all this money. And so while it's great to be investing in your business, you also need to pay yourself because if you go so long, you're going to get burnout. Um, and it's just, going to get very tiring and you'll end up wanting to quit, which we none of us want to, you to feel that way. So definitely read profit first. If you can get through it, just get through like the first half of it. If you can get through all of it, great. But the first half of the book is so amazing. So that would be my number one book. Awesome. And the last and final question is that if you were to describe your professional life using a theme song, what song would you pick and why? Oh my goodness. I don't really listen to songs. <laughs> I don't. Okay. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm like an Enneagram three. And for some reason, whatever, I, I don't listen to music much. I really don't because I feel like it's a waste of time, which it's not a bash on music or anything because I used to like it a lot more, but now I'm like, okay, if I have time to listen to something, it needs to be a podcast or like an interview or something educational because like, I can't like sit still. I always have to be doing something. It's something I need to work on, honestly, because I need to like be able to just sit and chill and listen to music. So I really don't have to answer that question. (laughs) It's okay. It's a no judgment space. We're just quickly going to replace that question with another one. And that is going to be what is your favorite biz tool that you would recommend every fempreneur to have in their back pocket? I really like, I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say a business tool per se. Well, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I just changed my answer. I really like Kajabi. Kajabi is like my go-to thing. It's actually, I have it pulled up right here on my computer. It is, I, whenever I first started, it was like a little bit expensive for me. So I almost dropped it, but I am so glad I kept it um, because it is like my all-in-one area that everything goes to. So it keeps track of my email marketing. It keeps track of all my contacts. It keeps track of like my website, I have my website built on there. And then also has like everything links together. So my website also goes straight into my email marketing. And then I have a lot of forms. People send out like application forms. It's all right there. And so that's a really great tool. It's a very useful tool for me because it's, I don't have to log into all these different things. I don't have all these different subscriptions. It's very user-friendly, like I said. And I also bill through there too. So it's like my billing. I can create unlimited landing pages, which I love. Like I have a gazillion landing pages. Um, I could go on and on. So Kajabi is is the way to go. I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for joining us here at Reverb. I truly had so much fun talking to you today. And I have learned so much new. And the moment I am done with this recording, I'm going to be like, I need to start putting away money for the taxes right as it comes in, not once a year. So that's something that I've learned. And I'm sure that the audience has learned a lot too. So thank you so much for joining us today. It was truly a delight to be talking to you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Reverb, the podcast for empowered fempreneurs. If you enjoyed listening to the episode, Please consider subscribing to our podcast and giving it a positive rating. This helps us help more amazing fempreneurs such as yourself. P.S. 
Don't forget to take a screenshot to post on your Instagram story and tag me at trendalign so that I can thank you personally. Until next time, keep making waves.